titles. Go. Empty inside. She tried the nutty bar. Wishing murder. Tasty cakes. Send me your honey buns. <laughs> Hurry, conehead. Sounds like dating. Gate. <laughs> Affected by adultism. <laughs> Donuts and ammo. Looks like you're trying to grow up, but you don't know how. The oldest guy here. <laughs> All right. And a bonus one, the dongapede. All right, guys, let's do this. Warning. What you're about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of IT Support with Kev. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Welcome to Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Uh, I'm Kev. Kev, you're my only hope. I'm Jack. Guys, what's got you geeked? Well, I saw a local news item uh, when I was getting ready for the show that said uh, a man kills girlfriend and then himself in Syracuse. And I got really excited thinking it might have been my sister, but it wasn't. So... Um, Basically, what I'm excited about, and I might have mentioned this a few weeks ago, I might have mentioned the Star Crunch ice cream from Little Little Debbie. I don't know if I brought that up, but we decided to try the rest of the lineup. Now, they sell them at Walmart. They're Walmart exclusive, just little pints. They're $2.50. That's not even like a clearance price. That's what they're priced at. They're super cheap compared to other pints of ice cream. Oh, my God, guys. If you've ever had Little Debbie snack cakes, I am just floored by how much like the cakes these things taste go ahead so so they taste empty inside no they they taste exactly like the snack cakes maybe that tastes like empty inside but this just blows my mind because how often have you had an ice cream or something that purported to be you know like something but it eh, it only kind of reminds you of it doesn't really taste like it so far the star crunch is spot on the oatmeal pie things you know the oatmeal pies with the cream inside holy shit i had that last night i'm just like i cannot believe this literally tastes like one of those frozen in a damn cup uh my wife tried the nutty bar and i took a taste of it spot on tastes exactly like a nutty bar and then tonight because i'm eating way too much ice cream because of this bullshit um after dinner i had um the swiss roll you know the little swiss roll Mm -hmm. I, i i am just did you peel it first? I didn't because it was oh. in a cup of ice cream. Down, down to the cakey flavor and the waxiness of the chocolate on the outside. I mean, they nailed every single aspect of a Swiss roll. I, I don't even know how this is possible. Um, there's a few more I have to try. I'm not going to try the, the honey buns because those things are fucking gross. They got like zebra cakes. They got the strawberry shortcake rolls. Um, apparently over Christmas, they did the little Christmas trees. So I'm hoping they bring wow. that, that back. I, I'm just, I'm really shocked. The company that's making these, it really, this isn't just, hey, let's pay little Debbie a million dollars to get their license and then put 
whatever crap ice cream in here and slap a label on it. They're really making ice cream that tastes like the shit. This took work. Wow. I'm way That's too cool. excited about this. That's cool. But, and are, are these sugar-free options? No, they're not. They're awful okay. for me. Okay. Sorry, go ahead, Jack. No, you're good. I was going to say tasty cakes that are empty inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, tasty cake is a different brand. We're talking little Debbie motherfucker. Uh, I got nope. to write a note. No, nope. that's what's got you geeked. That's what's got you geeked. That's pretty awesome. I, I was really struggling for something. To, it's, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a weird week, so. I hear that. Uh, Kev. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I did, I've done, been doing a couple things around the house. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I've been doing a couple things around the house. I don't know. I haven't really had time for anything else. Been uh, just trying to get some stuff done. With this weather we've been having, it's been freaking fantastic. It's perfect to work outside. Yes. Um, I, well, I've been telling my wife for the last year and a half that I was going to build her a new fire pit. Had these, you know, I just had a makeshift one out of like cinder blocks. You know, they've been falling apart because that's what they do. Put too much heat to them, leave them out in the open, whatever, they're going to fall apart. They, they have. So I cleaned all that out, dug it all out. A friend of mine gave me a, um, a great big aluminum truck wheel. Like it comes off of a big, like a semi or something. I mean, huge, just huge truck wheel. Um, it, it, there's something wrong with it. I, I couldn't tell. It didn't matter. I got thrown away. So he grabbed it out of the dumpster, gave that to me and a bunch of uh, fire bricks. So I just dug, dug a hole and put some stone in the bottom, some crushed stone and Put the wheel down in there until I got it just right where I wanted it, and some uh, fire brick around it, some more small stone, and it's all done. And, and she's been using it, and pretty happy about that. Uh, finished up some yard work down by the mailbox where they had been doing the because I, I had the driveway done this year, so they had dug out some some of the uh, bank where the because my my whole front lawn is on a is on a bit of an angle. So this, yeah, yeah, it's bad. Um, so that's one part is, um, it's a, it's a little hollowed out. So I wanted to fill that in. So I did that last night. Um, you know, just happy to get some stuff done, I guess. Nice. Yeah. I, I feel that I was actually, before we were recording, I took the opportunity to get the entire backyard mowed out because it was starting to look like a jungle. So I feel you. You don't have much backyard, <laughs> do you? Hence me being able to do it between the time we got out of work and the time we had to record. You don't have a pair of scissors? I mean, <laughs> I scissor hands that shit. Uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you, two more, two more yards and you're all concrete now? Hopefully, <laughs> Jesus. You don't like mowing, Paul? The mowing is actually relaxing. I like it. You don't, it's not your thing. Or? I don't mind it. I mean, when it's, when it's the dead of summer and it's 95 degrees and I'm out there sweating my balls off, I'm not a fan. But like today, when it was like 73 out, and just go out there, throw the headphones on, and just go to town, get her done. So, all right. But it's not my turn yet. Jack, what's got you geeked? So it's like what everyone's saying. We're all just so busy. And I was like, what do I say that's got me geeked? Um, as you know, uh, Kevin and I, we went celebration. I probably spent more than no. I should. No, no, that's not what's got me geeked. Um, but like, I did uh, not know about that. Yes, but um, I got home from work on uh, last Thursday, and as we all know, we got those star checks. So that was like a nice little uh, fat check that we got in the bank. So star I got, checks? Did you get a, a check from the bank, uh, New York State, that um, you get you pay um, so much in taxes, so you get money back? 
So it's New York State saying, oh, I fucked you over. Here's some of your money back. So you got oh. one of those checks. So we can out. fuck you over again later in the year. Yeah. Basically. So um, I got a check in the mail for about $1,500. So that was kind of nice to get. That was a nice little chunk of change. That's and, what I spent uh, on ice cream today. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> get more, so the, more of those honey buns that you don't like. Just send them my way. Um, <laughs> No, but um, as you know, my basement flooded a couple months ago, and it really was upsetting. That really sucked. Uh, during my lunch hour, I went out to Raymore and Flanagan Clearance Center, and I was like, let's just see what they have. I'll send pictures to the group after this, and believe it or not, I walked away with a couch and a, and a love seat that was originally like $1,600 for wow. $900. You must be way stronger than you look. I am. I'm so strong. Well, it gets delivered on Friday. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how do you get deliver every time i buy furniture it's like four months that's what i'm saying this was like they're like i'm sorry it's gonna be delayed till friday i'm like uh sure ah, do your thing damara bought a i don't know what it is it's a fucking stand thing like back in april and it's getting delivered maybe sometime this huh. month they're not sure right well like that before he, i asked that question i'm like before i buy these things i want to know when they're going to get delivered because i don't want something delayed because i've already waited four months one of my good friends from LA, the one I went to celebration with, he's coming home next week and I want to have a, a get together with some friends and have a big bonfire. So I got that and um, <laughs> nice cat. <laughs> um, I also, I got um, a dartboard for my basement as well. The real dartboard with the real um, darts, all that. So that'll be nice to get. So nice. my like metal tip, metal tip. Nice. Do you, get, uh, do you I'm keep spackle? on hand yes okay. i'm gonna well i'll get a foam <laughs> board probably around it as well so if Good i throw idea. It, yes but yeah so that's really what's got me oh i almost geek, 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 geek. wow that was bad right i know um but as as well was also got me geeked as well i'll leave this to paul thrown into his section a week from today clerks three trailer comes out boom how the fuck you gonna tell me what i gotta be geeked about <laughs> <laughs> I, that's my favorite kevin smith franchise so um, i'm excited for uh mcclerk's three trail i've been waiting for it to come out for a while i'm like then kevin smith had a 20 second little twitter video he's like what's up everybody clerk's three trailer comes out a week wait, Man, when's he wait, gonna make tusk two wait wait kevin smith has a different franchise other than geeks or clerks whatever it is called <laughs> he did he did stray away from the view askew stuff for a little bit he did but but he's also finding ways to tie those back into the vsq universe so that's so. what i'm saying and then there was cop out <laughs> um sorry, Jack, go ahead. oh i'm done i was like i'm throwing it back to you because i was excited to see that i thought of you when it came out i was like i gotta mention this right at the end of my what's got me geeked because clerks three when that comes out will be amazing mm-hmm the real reasons he was like, I got to mention this just in case that's what Paul's going to say so I can like steal his thunder. Right. Which oddly enough, because when that announcement did come earlier today, I shared it through our GeekPod Facebook, but then completely forgot about it after that. <laughs> so I, I didn't even have it on here. So good on you for that one. Um, no, it's uh, you done? For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, for one, I'll be remiss if I don't mention it especially since it was at the bottom of our show notes for the last episode that went out. Um, what's got me most geeked is my father is home and doing well. Um, we didn't mention it on the show. We, I actually went out of my way last week to avoid it. 
Um, but he had a serious cardiac event on Father's Day at my house, thankfully at my house because he lives alone. So if stuff like that would have been happening when he's home alone, God knows how this would have ended. Uh, but we got him all squared away. Um, he's moving in the right direction. He's back to his house feeling good. Um, I, I can even pinpoint the exact moment when uh, I knew he was kind of back to himself. And I don't think I've told you guys this story yet. I think I told you, Kevin, because I think it was I told you in the office. Um, we ordered the Forbidden Door pay-per-view Sunday night. Because I totally, and again, I told Kevin this over the weekend that I was totally going to use this as a bargaining chip so I could watch Forbidden Door because I knew my wife couldn't tell me no. Um, and so about three quarters of the way through it, all of a sudden he pops up out of the recliner and heads to the kitchen and I'm watching him. I'm going, where are you going? Like anytime he moves now, it's like, dude, what are you doing? So he uh, he's heading right to the kitchen and he, and he just says over his shoulder, I'm going to go get the cat some treats. Immediately turned to Kristen and said, He's feeling better because that's his thing normally is he's out there and he's fattening my cats up. He'll go out and we buy like the economy size jug of cat treats. And he just literally like full scoop and does, you know, so. <laughs> so when he did that, I'm like, yep, he's back to normal. And that's also about the same time that he changes his shirt into the one that uh, I got him for his birthday, which is coming up next week. And, uh, that's his uh, AEW T-shirt. Oh, like the black, the, the black with the logo. One. Yeah. Oh, he's got to be. That, that's awesome. He's gonna love that. Yes, and that also ties into the continuation of what's got me geeked. Is uh, I will not be on the next episode again because I will be at AEW Live next week. So you might be able to, you know, if you decide that. Well, you won't watch it yet because it won't be edited till Friday. So if, if you guys are watching dynamite which you i know you won't be because you'll be here um <laughs> that i'm gonna watch dynamite so i can see if you're on it uh look real close near the back by the uh the bad guy tunnel that that's where our seats are i didn't know there was a good and bad guy tunnel until this week oh until i had no uh, idea really yeah because i've never heard it mentioned on tv or seen it anywhere they've never mentioned it and that's just i'm one of those idiots that looks way too close to see like which one's coming out of what side. And then it started, you put two and two together. It's like, well, all the faces are coming out of the right-hand side. Why? And then you look closer and you're like, yup, all the heels are coming out of the left. So um, no rhyme or reason. They just did it. And then I don't think it was mentioned until uh, Brian Danielson said yep. something about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So are you still allowed to bring in signs and all that? Because you should bring like a geek pod sign and plug us. <laughs> <laughs> we're too far I, I honestly don't think we'll be close enough where we'll get on camera unless like something happens and they spill over into the crowd in our specific area but i i also was trying not to encourage the girls because this is their very first pro wrestling event and i don't want to encourage them to make signs because then i have to make the signs and they'll probably be shitty signs anyway don't tell the kids um <laughs> and well, finally that's perfect you kind of look like a furry cone head you have a big pussy in your face. You're the cat's ass. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 was waiting for me. She knew it was recording night. Right. She's I part of the here. show. Yeah. She's gonna have her own trading card. And then that's all it's gonna be is just a furry tail up the middle. <laughs> um, but now the one that I actually wrote down for what's got me geeked is um we, we've made it clear that we've got a few um appearances coming up this summer yes right guys yeah 
We're uh, we're doing Wellsboro Comic Con in in Pennsylvania, uh, August 13th, 14th. We are? Yes. Um, Then we're also doing Sci-Fi Horror Fest, August 26th, 27th. Hmm. That'll be fun. And actually, um, we're not going to mention Mine's broken. Yeah. It doesn't It'll work. be a surprise, but there will be a new type of vision maybe at these conventions. What? A vision. Like a blue one? A certain type of person's vision's point of view will be at this kind of con. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm lost. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Now I'm yes. with you now. Yeah. The okay. vision? A That's certain what I was going to say. Blue one. So you have like the original one, the white one, the blue one. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Little monster vision. Um, but no, anyway, so you know, if you come up, check us out and uh do some of this uh gaming with the geeks with us, there might be some uh geek pod swag to give away. So I, I'm pretty excited about that. Um stuff should be arriving soon so we can check it out. Um should we should we tell them guys what we're gonna have in store for them? Yeah, we'll have booby tassels. Yes, Kev is going to be wearing booby tassels for everybody. That's on Kev. If he wants to do that, that's all him. They're going to have the Geek Pod logo on them. If you spin them fast enough, they're kind of like those those things you get. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, no, so we've got uh, and these are a limited uh, limited edition. Once they're gone, they're gone. But there no. are going to be Geek Pod logo like mine. <clears throat> um, buttons, pins. And don't tell them they got to go to the show. And the next one you have to go to the show to find. But the next one is definitely for um, if, if you can best us at one of our tabletop games, you will get a less than thrilling prize to take home. But it's cool nonetheless. Hey, it's thrilling. Well, we don't want to build hey, it up too much and have them that's think the same prize home. we're bringing home too. So they should feel lucky. This is true. No, because we'll probably run out of them because we're way too generous and we won't have any to bring home for ourselves. Who's the lucky person on the podcast, Paul, that's getting it delivered to their house? <laughs> All this geek pot swag. Oh no, it's 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 coming to the, the geek pot offices. Okay, good. So um, beautiful downtown Sacramento or Syracuse. Uh but those those are the myriad things that have got me geek this week. So All right. All right. That's sweet. Yes. I'm excited. A lot of good news. You got I think there. it'll be fun too, because like we, like, like I said, the, I did the first con with you a couple of weeks ago and just being with the people and just seeing what, seeing them playing these tabletop games and at these conventions and just mingling with all of them would be great. Good times. Yes. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And just the fact that we actually all will get together in person to hang out again for a few hours. It'll be nice. It will. Of course, by the end of the drive to Pennsylvania, we're probably not going to want to hang out with each other. <laughs> Why? Two and a half hours stuck in a white box? Yeah. I'm just I, I mean, we're all adults. I mean, I put my put you know my my kids in the back of a car and they can't stand it. But I mean, I can't imagine that uh, you know, we're we're gonna bicker like that and get on each other's nerves. All I'm saying is Jack gets to ride in the car seat. It better be having some snacks. Mm-mm. No snacks in the car. I'm talking about like a adult beverage type snack would be kind of nice. I bring who's bringing food. gummies? What the hell? <laughs> yes, I bring, I bring an empty three liter. An empty. Th- oh, oh, nice. Small bladder. 
I have a catheter, so that, that's why I don't. Oh, need to see it. <laughs> right. oh what's up, sis? Yeah, and look at now. Now the pussy's spreading. How did she get out from, out of pussy's your square and into his? This is a different pussy. <laughs> this is the all right. Um, has anybody been playing anything, or is it still summertime and we don't do that? I got to toy with something today because today something that I bought primarily for Avery, but I will still be playing around with it. Um, GameStop had their um, pro sale this over the weekend. And so I I took advantage of that cash in some of my points. And we now have a Nintendo switch light in the house. Nice. Never had a Nintendo switch before. Now, again, it's primarily for Avery, so I got her Goat Simulator and Animal Crossing stuff she likes. But I also got Super Mario 3D All-Stars, you know, so all the old school Super Mario 3D games. And I'll probably pick up a few things for myself. Um, But so far, I haven't really gotten to do much with it because, as I said, it's been a busy day. Um, But it's really cool system. I mean... Hey, do you guys have lights or just a regular switch, Paul? I have the regular. Yeah, we. I went with the cheaper one. I wasn't sure how it was going. Well, mostly because I'd heard about the Joy-Cons all drifting, mm. and that's like a huge issue, and I didn't want to deal with that. But, uh, I mean, I, I haven't really played a whole – I played a little bit of a Super Mario Galaxy today, which is cool, but it's all in fucking round world levels so far, and I hope yeah. that's not the entire game. Yeah. That is the know. entire game, isn't it? I don't know. I've never played that yeah. one. That one, I Jack, you played it, haven't you? I don't have a Switch. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it was Galaxy was out it was for a GameCube game. Yes, it was a GameCube game. Um, no, you, they're not all round levels. Yeah, so oh, they, okay. it does get better. Yes, okay. Because I, I mean, that's cool. It's a neat mechanic. But I'm thinking, you know, Super Mario 64 was a gigantic game that I played for months. I'm like, I don't want to play this for months, running in circles around a ball this big. So. Right. Gotcha. And you really it. made that device. I didn't know they were, they were doing that. It's basically a switch, but without, you know, the switch is like a tablet that you can uh-huh. dock and play on the TV or put the little Joy Cons on and play it as a portable. The light, it's all one unit. So it's almost yeah. like a, a souped up Game Boy, not quite as powerful and doesn't have some of the motion control. So there are some a few games that don't work really well on it. Uh, but by and large, you know, it's, it uses the same cartridges as the regular Switch does. Well, and uh, I just figured it, it's a good portable thing because right now she's playing Goat Simulator like crazy and I can't get anywhere near the, the TV. So I'm not playing any PlayStation, any Xbox, nothing. This will give me my TV back. Plus, when we're taking trips in the summer, okay, Avery, it's no longer, it's like, Avery, shut up. It's Avery, play your, your, your Switch. And she'll just sit there and play her Switch. And nice. We'll have sanity. For a little bit. So nice. the moral is for our trips to these cons, get us some switch lights, and we should be good. This goes back. Okay, to maybe the, we need to get that to adult. Jack. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. I like to just stop every once in a while and get snacks. That would be nice too. Mm-hmm. And Red Bulls. How far away is this place? Two hours forty minutes. Three stops. Are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> I can I can see someone being left on the side of the road if they start that shit. Are we all <laughs> so I, I take it it's decided we're all going in one car? That's still up in the air. We're having discussions. If we do, nobody eat Taco Bell beforehand. Oh, oh see, that's, that's where I was gonna stop on the way. That's <laughs> <laughs> on the way, we might have time for it to work through. For it to process us afterwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I mean, if All you right. recall, there's a, a running gag, Paul. Every time that we've gotten together outside of the podcast in real life, 
for some reason, I've always made meatloaf that night or spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> and I always have wicked bad garlic breath completely by, by chance. So yeah, I'm cognizant of these things now. Uh, I was going to say, you have the dates well in advance. <laughs> no meatloaf. <laughs> well, it's actually smart. We're leaving on a Friday night because if it was Saturday morning meatloaf or garlic breath at seven in the morning, I do not want to smell that on you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we'd always go out and whatever we were doing, we'd have some beers, right? So it's like garlic breath plus carbonated beverages equals lots of burping yeah. right out the gate. Spreading it right around. Especially inside a car. <laughs> um, back to where we were at. Is anybody else playing any anything? Because I am not. No. I didn't think so. Well, then it sounds to me like it's time for Kev's Table Time Review. This week, I got something a little bit different for you guys. This is a game called Crokinole. Now, this is a traditional Canadian game that is also uh, considered a um, uh, dexterity game. So picture a round board that sits on the middle of the, it's, it's the table, and there are four sectors, and there are three uh, concentric rings, uh, a center ring that has pins, uh, I think it's eight or ten pins around the outside of that, and then a middle ring and then an outer ring. There's a very, very outer ring also that is the, um, it's out of bounds. So if, you're, if your piece gets over that, then it doesn't score. The way it's played is uh, you could pay, play either two players or you can play four players as teams. The idea being you take these little tiny discs and you flick them across the board and you try to get points. And the way you get points is to either put your disc in the center, the very center, it's a little bit of a depression, so you can get it in there. If you're the very first one that shoots, the very first player, you can get it in there, you get 20 points. Take it off the board and put a little, a little holder and, and that marks your points. Otherwise, if there's your opponent's pieces on the board, then you have to flick your piece into one of theirs first. Otherwise, your piece is null and you have to take it off the board, et cetera. So the rules are relatively simple. They're very, very simple. And you uh, you score points by nullification. So in other words, Paul gets 250 points, I get 225 points, I score, or Paul scores 25 points. Make sense? Yeah. First player or team to 100 points wins. I got to tell you, this game is intriguing in a lot of different ways. Not just because it's simple. And believe me, I always love those simple games that are fun to get out and, and really easy for everyone to play. Throw it, on the, throw it on the table, everybody can play very, very quickly, very quick learning, you know, very, very, you know, shallow learning curve. You, you'll get the rules very quickly and you'll be, you'll be mastering the dexterity part of it, which is how to flick, how hard to flick, how, you know, how to get those little bank shots, how to move their piece off the board while you position yours for a better score. The and center, that sounds like dating. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, 
and, and the points, obviously, so 20 points from the very center, then 15, then 10, then five, and then the outer, very outer is zero. Um, so very, very, very easy to, to, to score. Uh, two to four players, as I said, either, either play against each other or you play in teams. 30-minute playtime, plus or minus. I've actually watched some play through it pretty quickly. Uh, ages eight and up uh, at a weight of 1.25 out Ooh. of five on BoardGameGeek.com. Yes, very, very simple. Now, the really, really cool part about this, you have no idea how many different kinds of boards there are. All these different companies make all these wonderful looking boards. There's even a Death Star board with pieces that are Empire and Rebellion, little painted pieces. Nice. Just, just absolutely fantastic. The, the designs on some of these um, and some of the boards are upwards of $400 for these things. Um, you can get a game uh, off of eBay or your local uh, game store for around $40, probably a little bit less if you, want, if you wanted to find one used, if you can find someone that'll part with it. This is one of those games you buy and you put in your game shelf and you keep it there forever because you're going to want to get it out every once in a while and have a have a really good time with it. I was watching some videos and I came across uh, reviews and I came across this one um, reviewer, that, uh, it's a couple guys, but it's really the one guy that, that has the, um, the channel and he brings other folks on, Quackalope. And, and I, really, I, I really wanted to give him a shout out because... They do a phenomenal job of showing you exactly how you play the game. They spend a little bit of time talking about how the game plays, and then they go on talking about some of their favorite topics. So it's almost like a great gaming podcast, but it's actually a podcast that geeks would love because they start talking about what sci-fi book you're reading, what uh, streaming show are you watching. It's almost like the four of us could sit around the table, play quack and all and do our podcast all at the same time how's that for an that, idea that sounds like the kind of game that uh might go well at a convention you're not kidding definitely check this out on boardgamegeek.com i'm telling you this is this is one of those things that um you know it it makes sense to be that you know, quintessential, got to have it in the gaming closet kind of game. But I've just never seen it before. I've never known about it. And I'm so happy I found it because this one is going in my closet. Nice. And possibly come out of the closet to come to conventions? Yeah. People, you know, coming out of the closet to go to a convention, that's pretty common. Can you get it in the closet before August 13th and 14th? 12th. August 12th. We would need it. We would need it on hand by the 12th. <laughs> How did you find it, Kev? How'd you find the game? Boardgamegeek.com. I was searching around for some cool games and I stumbled across it. Perfect. Nice. Very cool. It does definitely sound like something that we should uh, add to the collection for, for this. Right, guys? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I've, I've actually been concerned about that. Because uh, e even some of the really good or, or easier games we've talked about still, complexity-wise, this could literally be three minutes, somebody hanging out at our table. So I was thinking about, man, you know, what's simple? But because he here's the thing, we can go simple games, but it's like, those aren't board games, you know? It, it, 
it, it could lose the, the luster of the idea we're trying to bring forth. This sounds like something that would be unique that people haven't seen, but they can immediately understand and pick up. That's exactly the kind of thing we need on the table. Very, very true. And I, I use, uh, I use the term board game, you know, kind of generically. I really think of it as a tabletop game. Yes. You know? And I think, and I think a lot of people are using, you know, board game generically these days. I think, I don't know that for a fact, but just be, because of the reviews I watch all the time and because of what I read on boardgamegeek.com and some of the other websites, I just think that and it's probably my familiarization, you know, familiarity with it rather, that 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 term is becoming generalized. And and really, when they say board game, they mean tabletop game. So I think I'm going to start trying very hard to say tabletop game versus board game because it does that does give the illusion that we're all, we're only going to talk about games that have a board in them. And you know, these card games and these dice games, they're they're. They're very, very, very fun, and I, I really don't want to exclude them. And I don't want anybody to be upset because we do that, and they and they think that we're going to be doing a board game. So I, I'm going to be I'm going to be more conscious of that. I think. There you go. I, I'm just waiting for the drunk redneck to come up and be like, "What the fuck? Go shoot some ladders." <laughs> yeah. uh, He'll be the ones that sticks out at the con, though. He would should, be. yeah. I, th- I think the rebel flag will give it away. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of a redneck, but <laughs> you can sense no. your own. We'll be safe. Okay. I, st- oh, I stick out. I stick out at a con. <laughs> you know, if you're a redneck, you're playing one of those tabletop games. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what, guys? I, I think that brings us up to our first uh, commercial break. Stick with us. We'll come back to the news. Fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all-new location, new guests, and all the same fun, charm, and camaraderie that you've come to know and love. Sci-Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2022 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 26th and 27th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. Exciting celebrity guest appearances will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be a part of the fun. Please note, details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics.
Now, before you take your 18-year-old daughter work clothes shopping and she takes two bras into the dressing room and you have to knock on the door and ask if she's stuck in one of them 15 minutes later, here's the news. First up, holy batrimony. While some people may wish they only married their spouses in an alternate reality, it seems DC can only serve up happiness to Bruce Wayne in an alternate reality. Batwoman Catwoman 12, published under the DC Black Label, takes place outside of continuity and continues the story Tim King teased during his run on the main Batman books. Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle finally tie the knot, and in decidedly Bat fashion, there are Bat-themed things there. They actually have like a Batman chapel or something, and kind of like getting married by Elvis in Vegas. In Gotham, you can get married by Batman. Yeah, there was an Adam West Batman lookalike there. I mean, it was it was very, uh, very meta. Now, while I'm sure the story is great, it really pisses me off that DC was too cowardly to follow through with this in their main continuity. I think that that's kind of a cop out. Now, decades of canon and not being able to change the status quo really suffocates new ideas in comic books. This could have been a great way of shaking things up without really changing the backdrop that casual fans are familiar with. They took a risk in adding Damian Wayne years ago, and that paid dividends in story options. Imagine bats getting a call to pick up some milk on the way home or having a kid and changing diapers. You know, it's convenient. All of his sons were raised by someone else until they could feed and clothe themselves. This could have been a gold mine, but DC's too chicken to let Batman grow up a bit. Got to keep copying Spider-Man and never let the guy be happy for a minute. Next up, Paul's the boss, apparently. Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano's sequel to their old hit sitcom, Who's the Boss, will land on Amazon's freebie service. Set 30 years after the original, it's said to deal with generational issues and differing views on raising kids. The biggest unanswered question right now seems to be, why? And finally, damn fine Nuka-Cola. The only news that matters this week comes from Amazon's television adaptation of Bethesda's Fallout video game series. The announcement of Walter Scoggins was already a victory. This week, they announced Agent Cooper himself, Kyle McLaughlin, is joining as a series regular. Now, I think this lends a huge amount of credibility to the show. If nothing else, we're going to get a cool aesthetic, some great cult favorite actors out of it, unless Russia makes it a reality before they begin shooting later this year. Who knows what's going to happen? And that's the news, kids. Now, this past weekend, we went to Pennsylvania to pick out some fireworks for the 4th of July weekend. And while there, we decided to check out Salt Springs State Park. The first thing we noticed is that the safety regulations in Pennsylvania are, well, there really don't seem to be any. Uh, The lady who worked there said, cross the bridge over there and a few rocks to the left and you'll see the falls. The bridge was two two by fours, not attached, just two by fours laid across a running stream and the rocks were 200 yards of sharp, slippery death. I kid you not. That would not fly in New York. If you get a hangnail on a water fountain, we would shut it down. Hell, if you got the fountain stuck up your ass, it would somehow be the park's fault and they would shut it down. But I guess this is what you can expect from a place with a little store in that same town called donuts and ammo. Paul. In other news, orcas are a natural predator to the moose back to you jack interesting all right so with this week uh let's do some trivia because with stranger things comes out on friday so i was like let's do some 1980s trivia so let's go back to the 80s so the first one, what you're already there I'm there all right let's do no, it i'm not the 80s no, you're not 
No, I don't. All right, being the old guy here, let's um educate you guys. All right, so the first one, um, what was the name of the ancient Chinese toy that had a new lease on life? The finger finger trap. No. No. Chinese finger cuffs. Chinese checkers. Finger cuffs. No. The Rubik's cube. No. Ancient Fucking Chinese. shoots and ladders. <laughs> no. We still play it to this day. Well, kids in schools do. Usually the skaters played it in school. In the 80s? No, they actually played it. Right um, now. Tamagotchis. No. Skaters played it down the down the street to the morgue instead of across the street to the hospital. That's what all the skaters played in my school. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> that just got dark. No, no. Um, think circle. Twister? It's round. A CD. No. Hughes Donuts. Are the ammo next? <laughs> no. I had to make um, these a little harder because you guys kept getting them every week. So I had to make these. I harder. mean, this is definitely harder. Good. <laughs> That's not the first time you said that, Paul. Sit and spin. <laughs> this is also true. What did you say, Kev? Sit and spin. No. Skateboard. No. I was going back to the skater thing. Bop it. No. Those are kind of round in the middle. No, yeah, because you can bop it, you can flick it, you can spin it. No. <laughs> oh, here we are back to the dating thing again. <laughs> we don't know, Jack. What is it? No. You can twist it. Um, the hacky sack. Oh. Okay. Oh, no shit. I thought skate- those got were popular in like the 60s and 70s. So oh, never no. would have got that. Never would have the 80s. Oh. I'm thinking like circles of hippies, you know, all kicking the yeah. hacky sack around while the Grateful Dead play in the background and everyone not playing hacky sack fucks in the tents. I'm not gonna lie. I played with a hacky sack a couple weeks ago. It was pretty fun. I got up to 25 on it. It was pretty good. All right. So next All one. Right. What? All right. uh, <laughs> this artist won Grammy of the Year in 1981. Name that artist. Michael Jackson. Other than Michael Jackson, no. Janet Jackson. No. Madonna. No. Don Henley. That's a good one, but no. Whitney. No. Kingway Malmsteen. No. no. <gasps> Tiny Tim. No. He, he's oh. disappointed in us. You can see um, it. <laughs> uh, I actually, what? I got this one right before I looked it up. I was impressed 81, with myself. 81, 81, 81. I'm trying to think what was popular like that early. I was five years old. I was singing whatever was on Sesame Street. <laughs> Oscar right? the fucking grouch. No. Interesting. I think Kev's on to something with the thinking though. You might know this one if you think about it. It's actually you'll know. You should. I don't know if you should know it, but artist, I, huh? Yeah. The artist is really well known. He had COVID and knocked him out pretty hard. It's a him. I'll give you that. It's a guy. <gasps> it, oh no. Yeah. He had a hit song. Willie Nelson. No. Billy Joel. No. All right. Dudley Moore starred in the movie um, of Arthur, and this guy sang the theme song to it. No. You're getting. I mean, I know the movie. I didn't even know there was a theme song. Yeah, it's called Arthur's theme. 
CC. Music Factory. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no. Snow. No. <laughs> you give up? Yes. Please, we please, please let us right. give up. Christopher Cross. What the fuck the is that? You don't know who? Wait, oh no, 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 no! Fucking anime character. No, no, I do know this. C- crisscross are those those fucking kids that wore their clothes backwards? Oh, Chris. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. But Christopher no. Cross, he was an '80s artist, but he was very well known. So. No, he wasn't. Clearly. He was. He had a ride like the wind was a very well known song. What, ride like, like the wind. Yeah, that it was the like a Garth Brooks song. You're making this shit up. <laughs> Jack's a fucking liar. <laughs> I, but there you go. We'll see who our listeners if they get it this week. So you guys failed me. <laughs> I think you lied to us. I think you failed us. No, I know a lot of useless knowledge, but I know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kev's like, yeah, he is not like Wow. I have heard the name before. I know that person really does exist. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was in an anime or something. Probably. Did you ever see the movie A Dickie no. Roberts Former Child Star with David Spade? No? Okay. That's definitely one I avoided. That was actually a decent movie, believe it or not. Alyssa Milano was in that. <laughs> but um, all right. Well, back to you, Paul. Thanks. So, Paul, I got to ask, uh, that's a nice hat you got this week. Thanks, buddy. I'm, I'm a fan of this one. You know, I like this. It's kind of got got the uh, I'm trying to grow up but don't know how kind of vibes. It's definitely an upgrade from what you had before. I mean, I can turn this one around backwards, too. No, don't do that. That's worse, because then you got to start speaking like a fucking Russian or German accent and ordering us around and talking about racial purity and how you're going to make Geekpod great again. Just don't do that. <laughs> See, I was... It was great once. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a pointless exercise. Oh, I, I thought it was more of like the trust a bro moving company guys, but okay. That too. That too. You need the overalls for that. And like, and the gray shirt will work there, but you never know. Weren't they wearing track suits? That's a, yeah, a trust a bro. So. I don't want to picture you in a track suit, buddy. <laughs> that was mid nineties. That was my corn overalls. Face. Jesus. Yes. I mean, at least with track suits, there's not chance of nipple popping out. That is true. Oh God, I can't wait till episode 150. <laughs> so do we ride up to these conventions and tracksuits and those? Hats no, we don't. <laughs> Maybe we could. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> how about onesies with a nice butt flap? <laughs> I mean, if that's how you want to go with it, have a good time. Um, static shock on everybody. What, what is a nice butt flap? I just gotta let that breathe. <laughs> I mean, if he was having the meatloaf beforehand, yeah, he definitely wanted to breathe, man. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do uh, the weekly topic a little different. So hit my music. Come on, guys. Yeah. That wasn't it. I, sorry. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, anyway, so I'm going to hit you guys with my, my, our weekly topic, then we'll go to break. So you got time to think it over. All right. So this week's weekly topic, who is your favorite fictional character of all time? Mm. Stick with us, guys. We will be right back. 
looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all-new location, new guests, and all the same fun, charm, and camaraderie that you've come to know and love. Sci-Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2022 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 26th and 27th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. Exciting celebrity guest appearances will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be a part of the fun. Please note, details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. So back to that weekly topic, Hugh, you want to answer first? Yeah. Um, so that's a little difficult because I, I realize there's a myriad of ways you can look at that. Uh, as a, a kid and as an older adult, I probably would have said Doctor Who or Batman. Uh, but you know, now at 45, those things are still very near and dear to my heart by all means. But I think about what do I what do I get excited about the most when there's new content or something for me uh, to, to consume? And I'm going to have to say Pinhead. I'm just kind of obsessed with, with Hellraiser and Pinhead in general. And, you know, they, they got the new TV show coming up for that, the, the new movie. Uh, I just love everything about that universe and want to learn more. It's just so interesting to me. A, a hell that's powerful, that, yes, is in opposition to, to good, but when you see hell portrayed in most media, God's like the hero and hell is the villain and they're, they're weaker and less powerful and they're always defeated. You don't always see hell in a place where they are actually powerful. They don't give a shit what the guy upstairs is doing. They have their own agenda. And if you've delved into that at all, there's a hierarchy in this universe. There are, you know, Pinhead's actually a priest of hell they have their own nice. priests. Uh, in fact, in the last book, I mean, there is there is so much more. There's a class system. Uh, just fascinates me. And I, I yeah, I'm going to go with Pinhead. Very cool. It's a good answer. Thank you. Kev, what do you think? 
you know, when I was younger, I mean, it was all about Spider-Man, right? I mean, it was like my, my it was my, it was my jam, you know, was, he was a normal kid, you know, but he ended up with some abilities and he just couldn't figure out how to handle it. And, but, you know, now I, I think about it now and I'm like a, a mythical, a myth, or not a mythical, but a, you said a um, fictional, fictional, a fictional, fictional per, person, individual, right? Um, uh, a character i said character, but it's, it's open character. to interpretation yeah um wow i don't i don't know um my mind immediately went to like a centaur can you imagine being a centaur being able to run like a horse have hot chicks want to ride on your back i mean yeah but but then when it's time to do the business your dick is way too big so unless you fuck another horse well that doesn't sound like fun to me. If that's what he wants, that's what he wants. So I don't know. I just I, I'm trying to think now. I'm like, what kind of mythical or you know, not myth? I mean, I keep going that direction, but I just I don't know. I don't. I don't. Uh, I guess I, I guess I got affected by adultism. Hey, when that happens, right? I don't Sorry, know. I'm I'm ready. One dumb. God, I hope it's not, you know, then you have to fuck a horse because that's not a good title. Hey, it's ruin everything. <laughs> uh. um, do we need to come back to you or are I'm you anxious to hear? I'm anxious to hear you guys what you have to say. I really I don't I don't know that I'm I don't know that I'm infatuated with uh, with a any kind of um... Maybe when you hear what Paul and I say, I, I want to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, honestly, don't build up my answer. I'm just <laughs> Jack. Go ahead. So it's like what Hugh said, though. Like Batman was always near and dear to my heart when I was a kid. But um, if I had to pick a character, uh, one of my favorite shows growing up was Boy Meets World. So um, I would definitely go with Mr. Feeney, William Daniels. Because uh, when I was a kid, I, I always wanted to be a teacher growing up. I mean, I feel, feel like I still can be a teacher. I help mold people, help people try to see the best out of them. Teach them how to wear butt flaps. No, not butt flaps. This is actually better because this guy was very genuine, very humble, very warm. And um, even be, after all these years, I've seen the show many times. The series finale still gets to me near and dear to my heart, which is really cool. Uh, because he said the famous quote, he says, believe in yourselves, dream, try and do good. So when you hear those words, it's like, wow, that's very humbling, very rewarding. And he always like looked for, he helped Corey out, helped Pang out, helped Eric out on the show. This guy always was thinking about other people before himself. Yes, people always say you have to take care of yourselves before you can take care of others. I, to this day, I can't do that. I still try to make sure I look for the good in people and help everybody out that I want to do. And yes, it is very exhausting, but it's something that I hold near and dear to my heart. So I know William Daniels, Mr. Feeney's not real, but we all have like, maybe it's that parent or maybe that teacher or that coworker that believes in you, but like a Mr. Feeney, like he really broke the mold of like the perfect role model. And like, yeah, it was the nineties. It's a fictional character, but that would be the character that holds near to my heart, I would say. Nice. Unexpected answer. I like that. Yes. Yeah, I never I like watched that, that show. That's but, I, show. but I feel like I missed something out now. I feel like I missed something now. It was really good. Okay. Um, did you watch the the follow-up series, Jack? Girl Meets World? Yes. 
Yes, I did. It was really bad. Was it? Um, they wanted it to. Yeah, they wanted to do more sensitive topics because Boy Meets World. They touched into the drinking. They touched in to Corey and Topanga getting married, and Riley was uh, Corey and Topanga's daughter. And they wanted to uh, do more sensitive topics, like they wanted to do like guys hitting on her and all that stuff. Michael Jacobs is the creator of Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World, but Disney was like, let's just do more fun stories with her best friend. And Michael Jacobs was like, you know what? We're ending the show. Yeah, but they touched on with Sean and his um, love interest um, that she came back. Uh, but they touched on a lot of stuff. Mr. Feeney actually came back for a couple episodes, but it was just every time he came on stage, it was just really cool seeing that. But to answer your question, I did watch the follow-up. Didn't like it as much, but it was okay. It was nice seeing all that stuff. But those like like home value shows, like Boy Meets World, really are cool. What What was the inspiration for Topanga's name? Topanga's name? That's what her parents came up with, didn't it? I don't know. Oh, I thought that was the Japanese game where you drop like little discs down a bunch of pins and they fall That's into Plinko. Oh, that's, okay. All Topanga, right. like, yeah, they. I don't know what it is. Do you know the? I don't know. I do, and it's because I saw it on one of those stupid yeah. Facebook articles. Well, it is a it. state park in California. Is that really? Yes. What? That's where they got the name Topanga. Topanga okay. State Park. Did not know that. Sure, it's not like a Japanese forest or something. <laughs> no, that's the one where people go to kill themselves. Um. <laughs> um. Do you? Do you? you have no idea you should oh, at this point I have, but... I have an idea um are you sticking with your centaur answer or do you have you i just i don't not I mean, that I... it's a bad one it's just i mean if conflicted. i had to if i had to if i had to pick a character i mean if it was i mean i'm thinking about movies i'm thinking about you know comic books i'm thinking about you know animated series i'm thinking about books i've read you know, if I had to pick, if I had to pick somebody, I mean, to be somebody now as an adult, I'd want to be somebody like Tony Stark. You know, I want to be smart and and rich and. and well, I mean, the question wasn't who do you want to. Well, it wasn't who do you want to be? It was who's your favorite fictional character and why? Yeah, I just maybe. I don't. I, I guess maybe still Spider Man because, you know, I you know I had a huge connection with that when I was a kid, so I, I think I probably have to stick with that. Why There's did you have a connection? Yeah, why did you have a connection? Because he was normal because. He was the most normal superhero that I saw in comic books. He was right? the everyman that kids he was, could yeah, identify with. He was with, an accident. Yes. It was an accident that happened. He was just a normal kid before. He tried to be a normal kid after, and he just couldn't figure out how to do it. That might be part of it, too, because he was just trying to fit in, and he just couldn't figure out how to do it. So, I mean, as a kid, you're always trying to figure that kind of shit out. Seeing him have those kind of problems, I mean, there you go. Kid, I'm still going through that. I just want to stop. Jack, Jack? Bye, Jack. We got to get him an Ethernet cable. Well, go, now what Now what was yours, Paul? Because now I'm anxious to hear what you had to say. Like I said, don't be anxious because I'm sure it's not going to come as much of a surprise to anyone. With Oh, you want to be William. Kevin Smith. I don't want to be Kevin Smith. I mean, Do you want to be the white one or the black one? White one or the black one? I was guessing it was Green Lantern. You know, you were close. I, I had considered that, and actually it was going to be the Kyle Rayner version because that's the one I have the most attachment to. Oh. But I actually took a hard look at it, and I would have to say that it's probably Randall Graves from the Clerks movies. And in the Randall. first one, oh. yes, and, and Randall, I mean, first of all, the whole backward hat thing. 
Um, the guy in the video second of all, he's based his entire personality on Randall. So that makes perfect sense. Uh, but not on purpose. Like <laughs> I didn't realize I even did that until I started thinking about it. And what made him my favorite is the, the monologue in Jack. Welcome back. Uh, I just announced that my favorite fictional character is Randall Graves from the clerk series. Um, it's his monologue from the jail scene, the, the jail cell scene when he actually gets real for the first time in those two movies. And he's talking about how, like how much his friendship with Dante means to him and the whole monologue with like, I, I hate everybody and everything seems stupid to me. And I, and I was like, that's how I am. Like that's when you boil down to who I really am, that's, that's how I am. And I'm very, very interested to see how clerks three is handled because this is going to be the Randall Graves story. And especially in light of things that have happened now, I'm very curious to see what comes out of it because the loose plot of it is Randall has a massive heart attack and realizes he's done nothing with his life. And now he wants to make a movie about the things that have gone on in his life. I haven't had a cardiac problem, thankfully. Um, but I mean, that's kind of what we did, Hugh, when we first started talking about the podcast is we wanted to do something to shine a light on our lives. Yeah. And, and you know, I think it gives, uh, I was just talking about this with uh, Damara the other day, since parents and their mortality have been big issues in both of our lives lately. Um, I was like, you know, I wonder if after I'm gone, Avery will go back and watch and listen to Geek Pod because I don't even have, you know, you know how many pictures I have of my dad? Two. You know how many videos exist of my dad? One. Okay, buried in my email, which actually I think it, it lost. I lost it because Net Zero closed out my email account because I didn't mm. log in once every 30 days. But it was a grainy video taken on an LG uh, VX8300. It was in the dark. You can't even barely see his face. It was after he had cancer, so he didn't look like himself. And he just said, couldn't hear a thing. Right. I'm like, there, there is like nothing, you know, of my father. I have nothing of my father, nothing of my mother, nothing of my grandfather. But our kids having this to go back to, I mean, if I could go back and watch my dad on a podcast, that's pro I'd probably sit down and do that, take a few days off from work and just do that mm -hmm. every once in a while. Um, I, I, I hope they utilize this resource. Um, it's funny you say that because I had kicked the notion around before of doing a spinoff show basically just going back and rehashing who I am, you know, like my past and everything, something for that, like going through the past for the kids. And I was talked out of it. Um, that doesn't matter. That's, I don't, I don't want to do that to anybody. Um, but you know, it's, it's not a bad idea. And, and that's not one we'd be looking at for viewership, but it's something we could think about off the shelf. Because this wasn't supposed to turn into this. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm no, 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 no. This is absolutely okay. Because I started down this path with the Randall and real life and blah blah blah. Um, but it, it's something maybe we want to look at at spinoff series for everybody, and maybe we can figure it out. And again, this is this is inside baseball. This is probably something we should talk about in one of our um, team meetings instead. Is maybe it could be like an interview series, like where. You, you set it up as one of us be the interviewer to the other one and so and you can the person actually can lead it like on their own 
but something to think about. Well, what you're saying, Paul, is very important, too, because Father's Day, as you said, was very near and dear. Happy belated Father's Day to all you guys. But um, my he's like you always scramble to try and perfect gift for your parents. But the past few years, my parents like I still live in Syracuse. My sister's in Buffalo. My brother's in Poughkeepsie. So I'm the last one that's in the um, near my parents. And literally all my dad tells me every time I see him, like I only see my parents, even though we're 10 minutes away. Like get the hell out of my fridge. Get the hell out of my fridge. No, but like every like couple weeks, like and all that. My dad, I was like, what do you I was like, what would you like to do? He's like, I just want your time. I just want to spend time with you and all that stuff. So like that's all they want is our, what our parents want as we get older. They just want to spend as much time as much as they can with you. They want to be with you. And but Paul, what you're saying about the Randall Graves thing, like because like that's actually kind of cool because Kevin Smith, as you know, and Jeff Anderson, they kind of rehashed their uh, life together. They actually had a falling out. So this actually could be the best clerks of the whole series. This is going to be very interesting. I hope it's good. Um, I kind of need it to be good. <laughs> like uh, That could be an exist- existential problem for me if, uh, if it's not. So, you know, guys, you know, got a lot riding on this one. Uh, because when Clerks 2 came out, my, my main reaction was it was like catching up with old friends. And with, with all the ups and downs on this one, I kind of needed to be something special. So I hope I'm not building it up too much because I know basically we're getting a, a movie within a movie. So maybe I, they can open it up like with a, a young Dante, like with a backwards hat, like in a, like in a baby hat or something like that. And then he's just like being like, they're showing little old home movies or something like that. And he's like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But we got completely off track on that yeah. one. Um, guys, what are you watching? I watched uh, Westworld season four premiere. No idea what the fuck is going on. Watched um, Doctor Strange um, 2. That was really good, but holy shit, did Wanda break bad. Oh, yeah. And uh, watched uh, Ms. Marvel, and I have an observation. Uh, is this. it the new episode? Because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, so uh, yeah. don't worry. This, this isn't going to ruin anything. Uh, this episode did help alleviate what I'm about to say, but I've determined that Ms. Marvel is a really good show about her culture but it's not a very good superhero show. And I wouldn't care about this if it was a different character, but it is so important that this character take off because she is, you know, the first major, you know, Indian, I, I'm not sure, Indian, Pakistan, I'm confused as to, that's kind of all Muslim. Up. Yeah, Muslim, but she's the first superhero of that uh, particular persuasion uh, that's getting this kind of push. It needs to work. Yes. And I'm not I'm not saying that it doesn't, but it doesn't feel like I'm watching a superhero show most of the time. And that doesn't mean fights and battles, because some of the best moments in superhero media are the small moments where they're grappling with that their nature, their changing nature. And we're really not getting we're, we're getting more of her being worried about her parents than holy crap, I have superpowers like it's all yeah. like if that would be on my mind. If I suddenly had superpowers, I'd be thinking about that 90 percent of the time. The other 10 would be how to use those superpowers to get chicks. No. Oh, no, I mean me. That's, that's, well, we'll agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, I, 
something about it isn't sitting right with me. They they did, <laughs> excuse me, get a little more superhero-y this week. So maybe they're going to fix it. But yeah, I mean, okay, a good example. Last week, they said, uh, the, the grandmother said, you have to get on a plane and come to Koresh, right? Yeah. They did do that. I'm just like, you know, here we are in the middle of a superhero origin story and the whole family at the drop of a hatch jumping on a plane and going back to the motherland. And yeah, there's a reason for all that, but uh, we've, we've never seen a superhero origin story where they did something like that. When it starts, they get powers, they, they deal with that, and then they go on to fight the big bad guy. You know, she's dealing with the bads and all this stuff and not even really, you know, addressing her powers in any significant way until this week. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, the, I think I said before the pacing just seems very strange. I, I think it's another one where they're trying to put too much into the show because like you said, they've, they've got to shoot their shot with this. Yeah. And, and I mean, they're changing so much here as well. I thought the original uh, run told a really good story. Um, I don't really see why they had to change it that much. Because <clears throat> um, apparently uh, Kevin Feige hates Inhumans. Well, I mean, it would have been a great chance to introduce mutants or something. Hmm. But, you know, instead, she's a fucking genie. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't see last week's episode or this week's. Should have said that before I made that last time. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to watch it no matter what. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, I I don't know. I like it. I mean, I, I do like it. I, I just, I, I worry that, you know, Moon Knight falling flat isn't a big deal. Sorry, Paul. It really isn't, though. Socially, it's not a big deal. This is a big show this, socially. Yeah, this would be, this is a little bit more important. Yes. Yeah. Although Moon Knight did introduce Egypt's first, you know, superheroine. Yes. True. Hope we get to see more of her. Fuck yeah. So. Oh, I I, I was talking um, about the hippo. God, that's. Yeah, the hippo. Yeah, she's awesome. You know, I I guess got it. Since we're talking about streaming, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the boys. Yeah. The boys are who we would be if we had superpowers. I really. I, you may have the best intentions, but when it comes right down to it, when you get superpowers, nobody can tell you no. Yeah, I will say Herogasm was not nearly as bad as I was expecting it to be. It wasn't that bad. You're right. It could have been worse. Has that come and gone already? Yeah. I thought they were making week. a spinoff series. No, they are doing a spinoff series. It's set like a superhero university. Shit. But um, the Herogasm episode was last week, last Friday, okay. and um, I mean, it, it was, I mean, there was some bad stuff in there, but I mean, compared to the comics, it was nothing. And everyone made such a big deal about how this was going to, and Amazon put a warning up and oh, and I was just watching, I built it up to tomorrow. I'm like, this one's going to be really bad. And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good explanation. Pretty, pretty descriptive, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Kev, are you watching anything? <laughs> I mean, I was watching the boys. I'm watching, you know, um, this Marvel, um, they haven't started Stranger Things yet. I just, I haven't had any time after work. I've just been doing stuff. I hear that. I did see that you put uh, Obi-Wan back on here, Kev. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's still in my head. And I happened to watch um, a couple of um, uh, what you may have missed type videos on um, Obi-Wan. And I thought it was pretty interesting. The one thing I want to say about that is that when, I don't know if you remember this or not, when Luke takes 
um, uh, his father's helmet off, right? His head is all disfigured. You know, it's, it, it's, it looks like it's been held underwater for a long time. Now we know it has because he's been in that, you know, back to the tank to every chance he gets. But he's got a he's got a mark, and I guess it's on this side. It's right about here. Yeah. And um, that is the side that Obi Wan hit him on and opened his opened his helmet on. And um, there's a mark in the in in Episode Six. You can actually see the mark on the top of his head. And they they figure it's an homage to nice. um, uh, Jedi. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> while we're on the topic, Jack yeah. of Obi Wan. There was a, a point you were trying to get out last week. Do you remember what it was that we were all so excited that we were all talking over each other? Okay. I know it had something to do with the helmet. Just like how it was going from light and red. Is that what it was? Like, basically, I was just, is that what you're talking about? I don't know, because you never got to make the point. I just was saying it was really cool that like when it was like blue, you'd see his dark eyes. And then when it was red, you would see his yellow eyes. And um, just seeing like all, and then like I was going to mention that too last week. Um, Ahsoka takes off the left side, Obi Wan takes off the right side, and Luke is the only one that can lift the helmet, which is really cool. So like that was in Rebels. If nobody's seen that, watch that. You'll see that part of Raiders' helmet getting taken off. But what Kev said about the helmet, like I did see that this week. I watched a couple that you may have missed, which is really cool. Nice. Very but, um, cool. Just did like. You know- a quick- What's up? Did you go back and watch the Ahsoka uh, and and uh, Darth Vader fight? Oh yeah, 100%. I had to. I had to go back and watch that. <laughs> wow. Because like she says, Anakin, and so does Obi Wan. Oh. He says Anakin, and they and Anakin is just so far gone. He is Darth Vader now. Yeah, but he. I, mean, I know who, that's who he is to them. Can yeah. we just I mean, geek out that we're going to be so excited though when we see Hayden Christensen and Ahsoka? We we want to see how he's going to do that. He's going to have flashbacks of the Clone Wars or something. It has to be. And, and you may be very close on what you were saying a few weeks back about the flashback of it. Right. But it's possible. Yeah. I think Rosario might have got her patty slap for mentioning it. Did you see she was crying actually at the end of Kenobi? She's like, I'm just so heartbroken right now. I'm like, okay. But um, real quick, um, I, the one show I'm watching, it's nothing big. It's like going back to my vintage cabinet again. So like I pulled out Salute Your Shorts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so um did anybody ever see salute your shorts when you were guys no no so, you got to remember there's like a 10-year gap between us and you i know that's so my parents would go out saturday nights and it was nick's version of a late night comedy basically they had their big orange couch and they would show all these old shows so it was a canadian show only lasted two seasons um but it's about camp Ottawa. like um there's a guy like there's just kids just being kids they're just doing a all these um, shenanigans and they're just, it's just like wholesome comedy, basically. It was one of those Canadian shows filmed in the United States. And believe it or not, it was kind of funny watching. I was like, oh yeah, Ugg, he plays the camp counselor. I Googled it when I was done. I was like, oh wow, this is pretty cool. The lead actor from the show died this past year of lung cancer. I was like, holy shit. Uh, His name was Kirk Bailey, but it was actually, it's yeah, it's stupid. It's like one of those shows you watch when you're a kid. And um, I was like, okay, let's throw this on. It still holds up to the time. It's still pretty funny to watch. And if you have nothing to watch, you're like, I'll throw that on. But I nice. like you guys, like, yeah, like we were out all week. Just like it's summertime. We want to do our own thing. Like I'm not watching TV much. This is the most I've probably been in front of a screen leisurely in a week. Yeah. Oh my I, God. 
I just remembered something. <gasps> okay, sorry, I don't want to step on you. Are you guys, if I if I mention to? a horror movie called Men, are you guys going to go watch it, or can I spoil the fuck out of it for you? Oh, it's called Men? Yes. You guys, you never watch any of the horror movies I recommend. I watched the most fucked up movie this weekend. It was it was a theater release. It was called Men. It was A24. Um, that, you know, they released, I think they did The Green Knight, so you can see where I'm going here. But no, it was actually a really good movie. Uh, a lot of dong in this movie. And at the end of it, it's just this whole big story about this woman's husband dies. And then it seems like his ghost comes back to haunt her. Um, and it seems like he's possessing all the men in this town. They all look the same. Anyway, at the end of this, this man thing falls over and dies, gives birth to another full-grown man. You see a pussy and balls and dick hanging on top. And then that one falls over and gives birth out of its penis to another man. The next one gives birth out of its fucking uh, belly button. It just continues on into the house. It was the most bizarre and kind of amazing fucking special effect I've ever seen. It just continued on. But man, if you want to see something super gory and whacked out and actually a good movie, Men is excellent. I can't believe I forgot about that. Wow. Okay. I wrote it down. Yeah, oh, me yeah, too. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I, you know, I get, you got you to give love I to the, the, the special effects, <laughs> even if they're fucked up. It's, it's right, right the fact that somebody thought of that. Probably the same one that thought it was a good idea to do a close-up of him coming on his own hand. It's, it sounds like something from, like, what was it? That um, human centipede stuff. No, the, the human dongapede. That's a right there on dongapede. What are you watching, Paul? Uh, nothing, to be quite honest. Um, but I am excited about a news article I saw. <gasps> it's uh, it's going to be a, a something called Our Time. I don't know if you guys have heard anything about this, but it's a Goonies remake. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> So this is what they, they're saying. The Goonies will return, sort of, as a new series follows a group of young aspiring filmmakers who attempt to remake the beloved Richard Donner movie on a shoestring budget. It's a Disney oh. Plus project and Steven Spielberg's Ambler, Amblin Entertainment, as well as the Donner Company, are involved. So I kind of feel like this will be handled well. And um, I thought it was really interesting with the way they're doing it. I guess it was off of an inspiration from of Spielberg's that he saw that Years ago, after um, Indiana Jones came out, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, some kids tried to do a frame-by-frame remake of the movie. I saw that. Yeah, and, and like that, that's what he took this from. He's wanted to do this for years. Um, took it to Fox first, and they were like, Pfft. and then uh, so it came to Disney Plus, and it's actually going to happen. And I guess I'm on board with it since it's not really a remake of Goonies. So, because that's another one of those I feel like you just you can't touch. Leave it alone. So, sounds cool. I think you I think you've mentioned this before, maybe to me or or in in the podcast or something because I, I've heard of that before. Yeah, I think we might have talked about it because I just discovered it in the last couple of weeks and I was like, oh shit, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, but that's uh, that's all I've got. I again really haven't had much time to watch anything other than pro wrestling. So, can I can I throw out? A podcast I've been listening to. Sure. Um, it's called. Oh shit! I just looked it up too. Damn it. Sure. Direct title. people to uh, a different podcast. No, no. no yeah. This Thanks is a lot. Star Wars. It's a Star Wars podcast. It's all about Star Wars. Um, uh, give me, give me, and, give me. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you real quick that um, 
my buddy Rob loves these guys. And actually they were at celebration and Rob got a chance to meet one of them and get oh, his cool. picture taken with him. So uh, they, they mean a lot to him. And he was kind of starstruck when he met him. Uh, force. Um, force. Force. force yeah. Oh, shit. No. God force is shit. I'm going to force, force shit after the show. Force Center. Force Center. Force Center. I've actually listened to those guys before. Okay. They're very good. I know who they yeah. are. Yeah. Um, Joseph Scrimshaw and Ken Knapsack. And I think it was Ken Knapsack that uh, Rob met at the uh, at celebration. Nice. Um, yeah. Really cool. Really, really cool. That's uh, awesome. great. They, they do some great stuff. You know, some stuff they talk about. They talk about Kenobi. They talk about um, uh, one of the things we're talking about now is all the lightsaber battles and stuff and, you know, what it meant to you and why you thought it was cool stuff like this. I, it's really interesting to hear a couple of people talk, you know, talk Star Wars and kind of dive into it, kind of dive into, well, what if, you know, what if, you know, what would have happened if Obi-Wan would have killed uh, Vader on, on that moon there? You know, they, they kind of they kind of go down some of those paths. It's kind of interesting. Nice. Very cool. So if you want to talk about, like, seriously talk about Star Wars, check out Force Center podcast. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. We'll have a link to it in the show notes that no one else reads. Perfect. Except for that one guy. Yeah, that's really pissed because we keep giving away the answers. Exactly. <laughs> what a dick. All right. Um, anything else, guys? No. All right. I think that about wraps it up. Are you waiting for one of us to say, drop your nuggets? I was. <clears throat> All right, Paul, drop your nuggets. I bought a chicken to make sandwiches. It doesn't. Just shits on the floor. Good night, everybody, and mega by me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. <laughs>